Hi, I'm Marcia. Welcome to the Inspired Word of God. Today, I want to talk about beauty for ashes. The key is how God can restore you from a state of grief, sorrow, and mourning to happiness, joy, and victory. My reason for speaking about beauty for ashes is it's important to understand when we deal with troubles and trials, the sorrow and the mourning we experience can be turned into joy when we trust God with the situation. The beauty isn't how wonderful you look. It's how wonderful God is in the midst of our trials. True joy and transition from grief and sorrow happens when God intervenes. I am not speaking about fake or false emotions that are covered by abuse of chemicals or anything else. Genuine trust in God. God can turn any situation around from pain and sorrow to joy and gladness. It says in Isaiah 61, 3, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. When we think of beauty, we automatically think of looks, but it goes beyond that. Beauty is the good that God gives, comfort, rejoicing, victory, joy, happiness. When we think of ashes, we think of the residue from a fire. People used to place ashes on them when they were mourning, and they would put on sackcloth which was coarse material that was worn for the purpose of mourning. And there would be great weeping and wailing. When we trust God, sorrow and the ashes of mourning turn to joy, beauty, and gladness, and the sackcloth to dancing. God did these things for those who lived, honored, and obeyed him, he did it for those who sought him for the answer to their problems. To briefly recall in the story of Queen Esther, she and Mordecai were Jewish. And as we remember, Haman was promoted by the king, but he hated Mordecai because Mordecai refused to bow down and give him reverence. In Esther 3.2, it tells us, and all the king's servants that were in the king's gate bowed and reverenced Haman, for the king had so commanded concerning him, but Mordecai bowed not, nor did he reverence. This became an issue with Haman, but Mordecai's intention was to give God, and only God, reverence. Moving forward, Haman plotted to do away with the Jewish people because he hated Mordecai that much. In his plot, he succeeded in getting a decree from the king and all the Jewish people were to be killed. It says in Esther 3.15, the post went out being hastened by the king's commandment and the decree was given in Shushan, the palace, 
And the king and Haman sat down to drink. But the city, Shushan, was perplexed. So the king and Haman are having a drink. And they have no worries based on what's about to happen. While the evilness of Haman is about to turn a people and their lives upside down. We see that happening today in our present day. People plot evil all the time and they sit back, relax and celebrate in their evilness, in their wickedness, while they are about to turn someone's life upside down. But in Esther 4, 1 through 3, it describes what Mordecai went through when he learned about this. It says, when Mordecai perceived all that was done, Mordecai rent his clothes and put on sackcloth and ashes and went out into the midst of the city and cried with a loud and bitter cry and came even before the king's gate, for none might enter into the king's gate clothed with sackcloth. And in every province, whithersoever the king's commandment and his decree came, there was great mourning among the Jews, and fasting, and weeping, and wailing, and many lay in sackcloth and ashes. Mordecai mourned with sackcloth when he learned that the decree went out for every Jew to be slaughtered. However, when God turns the situation around, because of prayer and fasting, Mordecai's mourning in sackcloth and ashes turned to joy and gladness because his people are going to live. The goodness and blessing of God, the beauty, for the ashes, the sadness and mourning, is what happens when you put the situation in the hands of God and you trust him to turn things around for you. As we move forward, after the king learns of the evil plot of Haman, Haman dies and Mordecai is promoted by the king. Esther eight fifteen and 16 says, And Mordecai went out from the presence of the king in royal apparel of blue and white, and with a great crown of gold, and with a garment of linen and purple. And the city of Shushan rejoiced and was glad and the Jews had light and gladness and joy and honor. What started off with torn clothes, crying, wailing, bitterness and agony and pain turned into victory and joy and happiness and celebration. Mordecai wanted this celebration to be remembered, this event to be remembered. Esther 9, 20 through 22 says, And Mordecai wrote these things and sent letters unto all the Jews that were in all the provinces of the king Xerxes, both nigh and far, to establish this among them, that they should keep the 14th day of the month Adar and the 15th day of the same yearly, as the days were in the Jews rested from their enemies, and the month which was turned into them from sorrow to joy, 
and from morning into a good day, that they should make them days of feasting and joy, and of sending portions one to another, and gifts to the poor. Mordecai and the Jewish people prayed and fasted for three days when this decree went out that all the Jews would be destroyed. Queen Esther sent out notification that every one of them would fast and pray, asking God for his hand in this, for his intervention. When you honor God with prayer and fasting, he will show up, and for you, he will show out. Can you imagine what it would be like if a nation of people in our present day who were on one accord prayed and fasted together? Can you just imagine how different it would be, not only in our nation, our city, but in the whole world? That is what the Jews did in the book of Esther. Their situation was turned around by the hand of God. They gained the victory from God and their sorrow and mourning in sackcloth and ashes turned to gladness, joy, and celebration. God will give you beauty for ashes when you trust him in your crisis. Psalms thirty eleven and 12 reads, Thou hast turned for me my mourning into dancing. Thou hast put off my sackcloth and girded me with gladness. To the end that my glory may sing praise to thee and not be silent. O Lord my God, I will give thanks unto thee forever. Let us never forget to give God the glory and the praise when he brings us through a situation, when he brings that victory to our door and that crisis is now gone. Let us always remember to give God the glory and the praise for his intervention, for his power, for his divine love coming to our rescue. When we hear the story about Queen Esther and Mordecai and what they went through, we look at that as a major event because it affected a nation. But trouble is trouble and a crisis is a crisis. It doesn't matter if it's a nation or an individual or a small group. When you're going through troubles and trials, it's serious and it affects you. It affects your life. We hear different scriptures read to us. Weeping will endure, but for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. But do you trust those scriptures? Do you believe what they say? And that is the key. It's the word of God. He doesn't put it there for it to be turned into a song. He put it there because it's his word and his promise. If you trust him and you give this situation to him, pray about it. You may need to fast. 
But no matter how severe it is, he can turn it around. There doesn't have to be wailing and mourning. It can turn into happiness and victory if you trust God. But only you and God know if you truly trust him because he knows what's going on in your heart and your spirit. It's not about you saying to someone, I trust him. It's about, do you really trust him in your heart and your spirit? Let go of the fear and hand it up to him and trust him to work it out and allow him to turn the ashes of mourning into the beauty of victory in your life. My closing prayer. Lord, I pray that we learn to come together on one accord. The importance of prayer and the sacrifice of fasting will bring about change in every situation. I pray we seek your face in every circumstance and your divine power will give us the victory. You will give us the answer that we need to get through that situation. Beauty for ashes goes beyond looks on a face. It's the celebration of your love, your comfort, and the joy that you bring in times of sorrow. And I pray that we get that understanding in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.